Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Hunt for Ancestors by Erica Hoffman At some point, we get curious about our family roots. When I was a young teacher in Atlanta, Georgia, I watched that spellbinding saga, Roots, and it made me think. If black Americans wanted so badly to know from whence they came and who their ancestors were, and it was such a struggle to find records of their forefathers, who had been brought here because of slavery, then why was I not more curious to know about my ancestors? It could not be as difficult as it was for Alex Haley, the author of Roots. I was 24 when I had this thought. My widowed grandma had told me my roots harked back a long way to folks in New Jersey who lived along the Delaware River, and to bakers in Philadelphia, and to a fellow who lived in British Guiana, whose letters she had. My maternal grandma only spoke about her British Welsh roots and nothing about the German Swiss ones. My paternal grandparents never spoke much about their ancestors. I knew my great-grandpa had been a Prussian soldier who had gotten into a brawl with an officer and had to escape the country or be executed. So he fled to Amsterdam, assumed another identity, and sailed to America. I knew both sides on my paternal tree were German, but that was all. I lived in this ignorance until my mid-fifties. For thirty years, I looked only forward, never backward. I had a husband, a career, four kids, houses, friends, etc. When my widowed dad, suffering from dementia, moved in with us, caregiving became my routine. And when he chatted with me in the afternoons, he could not recall much about what had happened just that morning. It was forgotten. But he did talk about his childhood, about learning German before English, about his mother insisting he go to the public school and not to a private German Lutheran school in Newark, as she had done. I became more interested in his roots, my roots. The second thing that happened is that my good friend from college took me to her DAR meeting in Raleigh. She wanted to see if I'd join the Daughters of the American Revolution. I told her I wasn't sure I'd qualify. Only one scion of my family might have been in the U.S. before the Revolution. Besides, I said, I don't know whose side they were on. She answered, all you need is one contributor to the Revolution's cause. Sadly, on my dad's side, I am only third-generation-born American. On mom's side, her dad's folks were from Bavaria. That still leaves your maternal ancestors. That grandma's mom's dad, Swiss. And her dad's dad's folks, she asked. Hmm. First, I checked on the Mormon genealogy site, and I recognized the names of my grandma's people on her father's side. Then I traveled back to New Jersey from North Carolina to see the graves of my grandma's forebearers. There lay my great-great-grandpa, Robert Hopkins, born in 1796. 
I joined Ancestry.com and Genealogy.com and stayed up nights hunting for his ancestors. My search led me to Cindy's list, where I soon learned I was descended from Quakers in Philadelphia at the time of the Revolution. This is where I became a good detective. I knew Quakers were pacifists, but when I visited Philadelphia, I learned that Betsy Ross had been Quaker. Ergo, I looked at records for battalions for the Battle of Philadelphia. Two names of past granddads were there. Hallelujah! But with further research, I discovered they unfortunately never showed up to fight. When I told my old, demented dad that fact, he quipped, Sounds like your mother's kin. Is this a dead end? I asked my friend the next day. Not necessarily. If they wouldn't fight, they might have contributed in other ways that counted. I called the DAR organization in D.C., and an extremely helpful librarian located the tax records of a distant Robert Hopkins, a baker in Philadelphia at the time of the Revolution who paid the military taxes to support the war effort. He was my sixth great-grandpa. I was in. Persistence had paid off. My adventure in genealogy took a year. I journeyed from total ignorance about my roots to being somewhat of an expert on our family scions. What I had once perceived as a chore was actually liberating. It was like sleuthing or CSI. Eventually, we pursue our interests. We find the answers we seek. We find the path we dreamed of. It might take a while. That is okay. Sooner or later, we uncover what we're looking for. We learn who we are, where we came from, and what we want to leave behind. Copyright 2023, Erica Hoffman. Erica Hoffman lives in Chatham County, North Carolina. She is a member of the North Carolina Writers Network, the Triangle Area Freelancers, and Carteret Writers. Her stories have been featured over 430 times in anthologies, e-scenes, magazines, and newspapers. For sale on Amazon are compilations of some of her published pieces. In addition, two small traditional presses published her novels. Her first, Secrets, Lies, and Grace, was produced by Comfort Publishing. A pseudonym was used, Ricky Vogel. In 2019, Library Partners Press of Wake Forest University published her mystery, Why Mama? Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another six-minute story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.